fuck everybody. I wish I can properly convey to you the tragedy that just happened. Uh, I feel like every time you do a podcast, sometimes there's like things called lost episodes for one reason or another. This was almost one of those. This was almost one of those because what happened is, is that for the last hour, we were just talking about today's topic, a short hike, a video game that I like, that Nick likes. We did a little bit of gush, we did a little bit of oozing, we did a little bit of goozing. And then Nick walked away and he said, guess what, Joey? We weren't recording. So... We laughed. We took a short little break. It was 20 seconds. We pressed the record button, and now we're just going to start over. A little more context. It's 1040 on a Thursday night. We both have work in the morning. You have a flight to catch tomorrow. You're going to Germany. Correct. You're going to go home. You're going to edit this podcast. Correct. You're going to be very tired. Correct. You can sleep on the plane, though. Yeah. Um, my concern... I don't think we've ever done this before. No, it's fine. Big things happen. We haven't done any re-records, I don't think. No, we haven't. I feel like we have for something at some point in time. I think it was because audio was bad on one thing it might have been. Maybe, maybe we did something like that. I don't think we've done that for Joey Hates Movies yet. No, I don't think so. But this is this is us popping that cherry. We're like, hey guys, we have been officially initiated as a podcast. We lost an entire recording. We will joke about it in the future. But right now, you probably don't care about that. You care about the reason why you clicked on this episode. Because you want to listen to Garbage Game Club. My name's Joey. This is Nick. He doesn't like it when, he, when I introduce him. That's okay. But you know, we're trying new things. We almost just abandoned, but we're like, no... We gotta, we gotta do it for the community. You probably know because because of the episode title, or because you did your homework like a good little person. Today we're talking about a short hike, and a short hike is a, a game created by one individual um, with music scored by another individual, and it tells the story of a small teenage bird who's at a summer camp with their aunt, who is a ranger. And the, the the simple objective is the game of the game is to get cell phone service, and it's kind of it. Yeah, that that that's the whole objective. But there's only one spot on the island that this entire game takes place on that can get phone service, and it is at the highest point of the island, at the very top of a very large peak. You have to get basically to the highest elevation you can. You start at the bottom. You got to go all the way up to the top, and you're like. How do I do this? The answer is not with a lot of mechanics. There's not a lot of, there's a, you know, you, you walk around, you explore, you collect stuff, you talk to people. But the game, by and large, is just um, very, very light platforming. It's, it's jumping and climbing. Yeah, a lot of the early, like, I guess, previews slash reviews of the game have made a lot of comparisons to Celeste and Animal Crossing. Like, the game is very unique, first of all. It's evocative of Animal Crossing in its perspective. It's, like, semi-isometric combination of, like, again, anthropomorphic animals in a very lush island environment. Um, it kind of has, like, a lo-fi look to it. Um, I'm a big fan of the lo-fi look, but Joey, not so much. Why Why don't you like... It wasn't... So, so I feel like Nick... Full disclosure, really liked this game. I loved this a game. A lot. Nick throws around the word love a little bit more than I do, so I feel like it loses its meaning. Nah, dude. But Nick's got to spread the love, dude. Got to spread the love. Go, go back to, to, to Woodstock, dude. Um, Nick loves this game. 
I like this game, but one of, there's some things that take away from it for me. I'm not a huge fan of the aesthetic. It feels like it has this intentional blurry pixelated filter over it, which instead of making it look cute, it just it just creates this lo-fi vibe that while looking completely unique and giving it its own style and own intended feel, it's almost like I was squinting because everything was blurry and I'm like this is this is not my favorite look for an indie game ever. It's not horrid, but it's just eh. But it's just that's what the kids love these days. They just want lo-fi looks with lo-fi beats to study to. Yeah, then put it on TikTok. <laughs> I, I but outside of that like again, you are doing a lot of like fetch quests for the the villagers and the islanders who occupy the space. But unlike Animal Crossing, the game does have some sort of skill-based gameplay to it that all involve like some pretty basic-ass uh, platforming that involve either jumping, gliding, or climbing. And in that way, I understand the comparisons to Celeste, but I don't think it... There's other things. You're climbing a mountain. You are climbing a mountain. Your shirt changes from a red to blue when you don't have your jump anymore. Mm, that's a very good point. You know, so there's, they feel like there's, there's, there's small oh, homages. Yeah, and it, it feels, to me, the reason why so the allusions to Celeste were so on point is the idea of mental health. And unlike Celeste, this is not a game about depression, per se, Um it's not about grief in any way. It's about the, the sides of mental health that people often forget are an aspect of mental health. It's just some of the more innocuous elements of mental health. It's forgetfulness. It's procrastination. It's comparing yourself to others. It's things that aren't world-shattering, but they are all things that every human on earth goes through and that that's the beauty of the game it's something that's universal in its intimacy and and just how like authentic it is great at setting up and knocking down small little moments that make it feel very human i'm interested in the story of this this developer because this game feels like so much of a personal project of stuff that is is from their life so i just want to almost peel back that curtain more and find out about them because there's all these moments in the game where you're just experiencing little human idiosyncrasies yeah and i think that you see elements of that in the villagers of themselves you see the struggles of the developer in the village villagers of the island themselves. My one of my favorite interactions is this artist who is a, a painter located at like the southernmost cliffside mm-hmm. of the island. I remember them. They're like, "Ah, oh, my painting isn't that good." My painting's not good, but I want to enter this contest because one artist I really admire is uh, participating. So I need more inspiration, so I'm going to go to this side of the island and. While it's also a fantastic excuse to explore parts of the island that you haven't been to, you start to learn like nothing's quite good enough for this artist and they're frustrated by by that fact. And so they go to the highest point of the mountain and, and that's when you realize like your character's commenting, you've gotten really good at painting. Like you're very good. And the painter themselves is just like, it's not right. I think I'm getting too caught up in the details I got to go back to where it all started and you return back to close to where you began and you they learn that all they've been doing is just procrastinating for no real reason and they've had the ability to draw and paint 
the way they are currently. They've just been making excuses this the entire time. So it's one of those things that resonates with me. Big snaps for that. But also I see the developer struggle in that, which I just appreciate. I, how do I resonate if I never procrastinate? Yeah, you never procrastinate. Ever. Ever. It's pretty seldom. Okay. Well, that's fine. Am I being shamed for doing things on time? I feel personally attacked. No, not at all. Not at all. I feel like there's this weird shade. No, there's no shade. You're doing your dishonesty. (laughs) No, that's just me like halfway falling asleep. Halfway falling asleep, dude. You got to inject some energy. No, we're good. But I feel like the game, I'm glad that the game was very short. I think that it was great at accomplishing a little message. Well, what did they, how long did it take you to beat the game? About 70 minutes. That, but that's – and how many uh, – the golden – there's golden feathers that you use to actually like that's double big, jump that's further. big collectible. Yeah. They, that you, you can collect golden feathers and money. The golden feathers allows you to unlock a double jump. Every feather you have, you can jump an additional time and you can climb. And when you climb, your feathers deplete kind of like a Zelda stamina meter. Just, it just drains over time. And then you have to, you know, rest to gain them back up. But how many did you end the game with? I don't know, like eight. See, and you spent about 70 minutes. I think I probably spent like closer to 80 minutes and I got 19 of the feathers. Wow, you must be better than I am. Well, it's not even that though. I never felt like I was better than anyone in, in the game. I, I just felt inclined to like explore every nook and cranny of the island. I didn't. And it's not from like some kind of weird hatred or boredom. It's just like I felt more enticed by the goal of climbing the mountain than completely exploring every nook and cranny, which is also just a, a difference in a way that we play games. You generally do all that nooking and crannying, and I do like the goal. Yeah. This game, it just cements the idea that I just love exploring in games. Like Some people like getting headshots in games. Some people like min-maxing. But the things that makes me happiest when I'm playing a game is just exploring and when a game is fun to explore. Like Breath of the Wild, this game scratches that same itch. Yeah, it doesn't as much for me. Like 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 we said, I I I wish I could have played with 19 feathers. I would have loved to have seen what it was like to jump 19 times. Mm-hmm. It's probably very satisfying. It almost feels like you're cheating probably. You're like, man, look how strong I am. Yeah, it's fantastic. I definitely had to have more tactical mountain climbing uh-huh. because I had less resources and less stamina, which is possible. I, I watched a speedrun of the game. I found out that you can beat the game with just two feathers. And how long does a person take like to beat Less the- than three minutes. That's ridiculous. It's fun. Like, it, it's, it's cool that you can play this game as a speed game like this. It's cool that you can play this game kind of at your own leisure. If you don't want to unlock everything, if you don't want to do all, all, all the, the little side questy poos, if you just want to jog up the mountain... You kind of can. You can do that. You, the game does elicit that Breath of the Wild reaction, though, where the game loosely tells you, this is your objective. Good luck getting there and not getting distracted. And the, the game is counting on you getting distracted, which it I appreciate. You, the game wants you to experience all these small little things. I don't think it's intentionally trying to... I don't think it's intentionally trying to hide stuff like uh, like a Dark Souls might be. You know? No, no, no. The game is pretty uh, forthcoming with like, hey, if you accomplish an objective for a villager you'll get a feather i was like oh i, I like those feathers yeah you're just a the feather maniac you can you know help the tortoise and the hare who's running a marathon race on the island you can you know 
interact with your aunt and your family. You can, you know, play play stickball, beach volleyball on on the on on the beach. There, there's a little girl who's collecting seashells, and that's why you collect seashells in the game. She wants 15 of them, and so once you collect enough, you give her the shells. She makes you a, a seashell necklace that she wants you to give to your aunt, and then when you give it back to your aunt, or when you when you bring it to your aunt. Your aunt gives you the gold feather, and then you remember the girl telling you, come back to me once you deliver it. I'll give you your payment. And you're going to think, two gold feathers for this is fantastic. You go back to the little girl, and you inquire about your payment. And she goes, oh, here's your payment. And she just hands you your 15 seashells back. Just cute little touches like that, which is just like so fun. They're super easy to find, so it's not that big of a deal. It's just very cute. I really dig stuff like that. Yeah, it makes, I wonder how much time the creator spent like doing this little writing or how these ideas stuck because there are a lot of little fun things. And, well, and you had a moment that I had never experienced, like you with the the lighthouse. Yeah, I, when you when you're when you're at the lighthouse, which is kind of like a milestone moment when you're climbing up the mountain, it actually overlooks the starting area where your aunt is, and you can just shout down and be like, "Hey, can you can you hear me up here? Look at me! Hi, I'm on the I'm on the cliff." And it's like, yeah, I I can hear you. Good good job. Keep going. You're doing a doing a good job. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just fun little fun little conversations like that that actually give these characters quite a bit of personality. And uh, there was actually a, a moment like after I had beaten the game, you still have like things you can do before you get to the end state of the game before the game ends. And I decided to do one last round of exploration, and I discovered off the coast of the island to the east. There's a massive, massive island that has just like a complete vertical lift. Like it just extends all the way up into the sky with each platform of the mountain getting – of the island getting higher and higher. And so it's counting on you having a lot of feathers to achieve it, uh, achieve uh, the success of like reaching the top. And at the top, there's actually a silver feather. I don't know what the silver feather does. I just know that it was silver. And it just added another feather to me, but it was silver. And when you do that and you actually return to your aunt at the end of the game, she asks you what you did after you achieve your objective. And she actually comments on some of the objectives you completed. And so you're like, oh, I found this really creepy island off the coast. It was so hard and high, high to climb, but I still did it. And she goes, oh, you mean Dana Point or whatever it's called? Is like oh yeah that's fine and you're like oh it has a name and your aunt just smashes any sort of like curiosity that you might have had about the place like no it's a very normal place people go there it's fine but it's just like cute little touches that do react to things you accomplish in game which is pretty cool there's so much humanity crammed in here yeah and it feels like again even though it's not uh, a uniquely crafted experience per person who plays the game Every time you discover something, every time you talk to somebody, it really feels like I'm the only one that's experienced this particular interaction. And obviously that's not the case, but the the game sold that to me. And that's, I think, a thing that I don't think really any game has ever done outside of Breath of the Wild. And to that... That's why you like this game so much. I tip my hat. Yeah, Breath of the Wild is fantastic. It's a great game. I mean, it's pretty good. I mean, and I think, and I think the short hikes. I think a short hike's pretty good too. I, I, I think it might be pretty obvious that like Nick's a little bit more gushy about it than I am. Yeah. I, I think that um, while it, 
I, I generally like games like this that are short. I, I appreciate games that respect my time. I appreciate games that are like giving giving like a message or like like a core gameplay loop and mechanic. That's fun. All that's present. Um, but I just wasn't inve- as invested as Nick was in the rest of the world. And it's not like this game was like a walking simulator or like a tech simulator where like the world was everything. It, w- it was more, you know, here's a little bit of text, here's a little bit of light mechanics, here's an objective. I feel like I would have wanted a little bit more. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. And I, I do think that there's room for that, like, if the developer wanted to make a sequel. but You should I- make a sequel and call it A Longer Hike. I, I don't think that I would want a sequel, though. I think that I'm perfectly happy with the experience I got here, and I hope the developer learns from it and makes something new, but also... Or just gets, like, a rad job. Yeah, or just gets a, a rad job and uh, and applies what they've learned with this game to whatever they make next, because you have a new big fan, and I am a big fan. And uh, normally in a garbage game club... We we do like a spoilers for the ending of the game. Well, I mean, yeah, normally we just talk about the whole game, like regardless of spoilers. But I, I think this is a rare exception where we will withhold talking about what the happened at the top of the mountain. Yeah, because I think it's a, something that is truly a a unique and beautiful experience that is just encapsulates everything that game does well in one beautiful moment. And I don't want to take that from anyone. And I don't think all you people watching right now. Did your homework. I don't think a lot of people do their homework. Well, that's because this game is, you know, it's a random... Not on Switch. It's not on Switch, which is a crime in of itself. Uh, but it's $8, and it's just a random indie, mini uh, indie game that'll take, like, an hour to beat. Like, it's one of those games you always say, oh, I'll buy that, like, next week or something, and you just never do. Don't let a short hike be that game. Please, I implore you, get the game. You should, very good. You should, it's worth it's worth trying. It's it's worth spending a little bit of time and money on. I think that you'll thoroughly enjoy it. It'll it'll at least make you think a little bit, make you take something away from it. I wouldn't recommend it as highly as some other games we've talked about here, but I still think that you should play it. And that's why we're not going to spoil the ending because it, we want something to. I, I Nick's right. I anticipate that a lot of people might not have played this, and it's interesting because I feel like we're in a really hipster part stage of this game's life cycle. It's very new. We're talking about it pretty early into its life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like while it is getting traction on news sites, it's getting traction on, on you know, blogs, it's getting, you know, fuck, we're talking about it. Yeah. We're, we're, we're adding to the word of mouth actively, literally right now. Um, I think this could be a game that could be winning some awards. I think this could be a game that makes, you know, uh, games you didn't play in 2019. I think this game could, could be on, on year-end lists. Um, it's on my top ten list. So, so far, at least, for the year. So, I, I mean, I think that you're going to hear more and more about it, and then eventually be like, oh, yeah, you know, they did do a garbage Game Club on that, because we're cool, and we did it early. But I don't think that this game will always be like a quiet secret. I think that, that this game will gain a little bit more and more of a following, and people will appreciate it. So, um, Be a hipster. Join, be a hipster with us. Yeah, please. It's cool. Look at his jean jacket. So cool, He's got man. three pins. I got three. Count them. One, two, three. Very cool. But please, play this game. But because you haven't probably played the game yet, we're asking for your submission to, uh, I guess on this post on Patreon, go ahead and share your comments on the game, 
questions about the game, and we will read them on the next Garbage Game Club. It's uh, patreon.com slash cybergarbage. Patreon.com forward slash cybergarbage. It helps you cyber support this podcast or other podcasts, Joey Hates Movies. It helps us support our weekly show, The Weekly Scoop, which we do on Twitch and Mixer. It's uh, it, it, it's really our lifeblood, and we can't thank you enough for supporting us. So if you're somehow listening to this and you are not already part of the community, you can join the community at cybergarbage.cool. You can support us on patreon.com slash cybergarbage. Even something as a dollar goes such a incredibly long way we would very much appreciate it please 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 and thank you thank you thank you um but joey what's the next garbage game club what's the game next garbage game club game the next garbage game club game is something so we did a hipster game you pulled a hipster game for this i one. pulled a hipster game i will not be out hipstered by you <laughs> simply refuse if there's a hipster at this table i'm it that's what all hipsters say yeah i mean probably not but like it's true so, <laughs> I'm pulling a game that I think has uh, less than 10 reviews on Steam. Doesn't that mean it's bad? No. That means that it's new. That means it's unknown. That means that it is a game that's kind of in the same vein of shorter games we've been playing as we try and, you know, build more episodes up and can do some quick cheap hits. Yeah. You can get it off itch.io. It's one of those indie projects. You might have heard of them. It's called investigator like an investigator alligator like an alligator who is a detective investigator investi hyphen gator like alligator investigator you should look it up you should get it you should play along with us how much, how much is it gonna cost roughly it's not that expensive i think it's like five bucks oh that's not bad at all it's great maybe it's like seven that's fine that's it's, a short hike cost yeah so Investigator is going to be the game that we play next. I'm very excited uh, to see if we like it. It's, uh, you know, might be good. I might be wrong about it. Sometimes it's the problem it, about being a hey, hipster. It's way, that's why it's exciting to have a book club game club thing. Because if nothing else, if it's not good, we can blow it to smithereens. But if it is good, we can talk about what we well, like we can about say it. why it might not work instead of blow it to smithereens. No, I want to put my fist so far up its ass that I can feel its heartbeat. Thank you for watching Garbage Game Club. Please leave us five stars. Or listening. Or, or Go, listen. Give stars, give money. Reviews, five star. Nick's tired. I feel bad for Nick. He's gonna have to go work on two podcasts. No, that's fine. This version, I'm I'm curious how much shorter it is than the first one recorded. It's not that much shorter, and we also told different stories. So there, there's yeah, new the content. People will never know the first. One. <laughs> They're lost to the ether forever. Maybe I'm, I'm lying. I forgot about them. We did. I, mean, I think we just did 30 minutes. I think we might have did 50 the first time. I feel like this is appropriate for a game of this length. That, that seems like a cop out. Like, hey guys, it's a shorter episode. It's a shorter game. We just fucked up. I want to remind everyone that we fucked up. Yeah, we'll we'll be oops next time. We'll never make that mistake again. Yeah, we could have never acknowledged it. People would have never known. Yeah, that's fine. But we like to own our mistakes. Yeah, that's how you learn from them. So thank you guys. Until next time. Goodbye. Good luck. Have fun.